When I came in to open up one morning, there you were with your head half in the toilet. Your hair was in the toilet water. Disgusting. I told you I had the flu. I said my piece, Chrissy. Yes, I said my piece. Welcome to Cut to Black, a Soprano sit-down. I am Jim Scampoli, and I've seen every episode of The Sopranos. I'm Jacob Burrows, and I've seen 49 episodes of The Sopranos. And this episode is uh, called The Strong Silent Type, which is a great descriptor of what you and I aren't, Jim, because we're going to talk the shit out of this one. Who wrote it and made it, though, with the pictures on the screen and all that? Well, this was a story by David Chase. The teleplay was written by Terrence Winter, Robin Green, and Mitchell Burgess, which basically it's like the Mount Rushmore of Sopranos writers. Uh, (laughs) It's the Avengers team. Uh, This was directed by Alan Taylor, who uh, is directing the upcoming Sopranos prequel movie as well. And he also did direct a few episodes of Game of Thrones, including the episode Beyond the Wall. Ooh, interesting. Quite a pedigree. Yeah, indeed. And I mean... Uh, so, I mean, just to give an overview of this episode, I watched it before you, and then when you started watching it, you messaged me like, oh, shit, is this the Intervention <laughs> episode? And I was like, yeah, man. Uh, this is another great episode, I think, following on the previous one here. Absolutely, yeah. The Intervention, for some reason, I don't know why, but in my memory, this episode happened way earlier. But it is one of the things, uh, one of the first things I think of when I think of The Sopranos, because it's such a classic sopranos version of a thing uh you know like intervention i mean i don't know at the time if intervention was a show but uh it seems to be more common trope nowadays but the sopranos throws it on its ear and it ends with a stomping someone into the ground (laughs) yes of course in a non-judgmental way um we do open up with you know chris christopher doing what he does you know, he's watched, like we mentioned last week, you're never going to watch any current shows in this one. You're watching an old black and white film about, oh, ain't no bear going to catch me, and then the bear catches you, but it's a gorilla. He doesn't give a shit. He's just shooting up and sitting on dogs. That's what he, he's doing what he does, in other words. Yeah, now I, uh, okay, so, because I wrote Little Rascals, and then I looked it up, and it's our gang which I guess is the Little Rascals, so I was right. Now, I didn't know that they were also our gang, but why would I know that stuff? But yes, that's what he's watching on the TV. He does sit down and squish Cosette. Now the question does remain, does Cosette no. go on no. the board? Come on, you th- Piamai goes on the board, but no Cosette? Yes, Piamai, yeah, Piamai goes on the board. I don't care about Cosette. Now, if you want to fight me on it, uh, at Jacob Burrows. No, we, we can't put, uh, we, we can do it if you want to, but my initial reaction to Piamai is this is an extreme exception. It's the most important character that's died in the show so far and Kazette look he sits on Kazette that's not even enough for Adriana to leave him I was like yeah if I've dated someone maybe four or five years they sit on my dog and kill him I'm still probably like done but it's not even enough for that it's just the start of the episode it's just like the cold open it's almost like a comedic little uh, punch line to start the show with so I don't know Jim do you think we should count it I'm fine with not counting it, but I think there's an argument there because I feel like she does mention that she packs her bags and she's ready to go. But Tony says something like, don't do anything you'll regret. No, uh, no, no. that's nope. That's after he oh, slaps that's, her that's, around. No, you're right. Absolutely. No, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, although I do, I would argue that it is kind of a, a major that's um, uh, inciting incident. 
uh, yeah. here. But no, I think you're right. We can leave it off. I think Piomai was uh, quite an exception. I, it, it would take a take a lot to bump an animal like. And, it's, and it's, maybe it'd have to be a tone, like if one of the ducks died or something, <laughs> we knew that it was one of the ducks <laughs> yeah. from the pilot. Uh, and maybe it needs, needs the Tony connection, but I'm with you. I, I think we won't put it on the board. Yeah, it is awful, though. Like, it's really, like, a great way to... Because, you know, obviously Christopher's been fucking up, but last episode, I mean, he did help Tony out. There was almost a sense that, yeah, maybe he's going to better his ways, but no, he's got further to go down the hole before anything good is going to come out of this. And indeed, he does so, starting out strong with uh, an inciting incident, as you uh, mentioned, by killing the dog accidentally. Such a sad little dog. Yeah. Um, uh, Should got a bigger dog. That's the that's a real lesson to get out of this. Bigger dogs, better. Now we have More Benny. Uh, Benny shows up, and Carmilla is disappointed because it's not Furio uh, uh, arriving to pick up Tony. Um, Tony does notice that Carmilla's cut her hair, which I thought was interesting because I remember when we were discussing the f- premiere of this season. I remember yeah. you mentioned that you thought there was going to be a reveal that Carmilla had short hair, like when she's reading the book to AJ or reading the news, I should say the newspaper. Um, and so you were kind of right on the money, just a little bit or just nine episodes early, uh, because now Carmela has cut her hair. And as we know, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not a woman, uh, or a teenage girl or anything, but I know from movies and TV that when women cut their hair short and do something drastic with their hair, something is up and you should be on high alert and you should be wondering what you did, (laughs) what you did wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, or if she's changing her look for someone else, maybe yes. someone who's coming back from Italy. Um, now, it looks good. I'll say that. Uh, it's a good hair choice, I think, for her. Nice to see her switch it up. Um, does make her look younger. I think uh, I think Tony says that, right? Or something along those lines. Yeah, I, I believe. And But she's also just kind of, um, I mean, I guess partially being disappointed that Furio's not there. Like, she's not really giving Tony anything like she's you know i guess it's it's kind of a constant carmilla thing that she's just upset with tony i suppose yeah of course uh speaking of being upset with your significant other adriana comes home a tv still on showing some other old stuff there must are there just channels where they show like old movies and tv shows is that a thing in the u.s yes those are the free channels maybe maybe that's what why they're always on yeah 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 maybe there's no royalties involved uh yeah i believe they're from what i'm looking up here they're watching the 1966 movie the oscar which uh okay. it's american drama uh film features an impressive cast and crew of course it does uh movie star frankie frankie fane is about to hear if he won the best acting oscar and his friend jaime kelly reminisces about fane's struggle to the top so in this clip a guy pulls out a knife and there's an extreme zoom in <laughs> on it and i thought it was like a western or something so Clearly, I was wrong uh, on that one because it's an extreme like knife. Uh, interesting. Uh, these must all be public domain, right? Is that why they're doing this? It's got to be, right? I, I'm sure there are. I'm sure most of these are things that David Chase watched or grew up watching as well. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty big on that type of stuff, also. True. So she comes in looking for the dog, but hey. <laughs> Must have crawled in there for warmth, got suffocated. <laughs> yeah. Dumb little dog, right? Oh, so stupid. She must have dog. crawled under there to be to get warm. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What a yeah. horrible thing too. <laughs> How long have I said she shouldn't be on the furniture? <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, yeah, so this is a real, like, Christopher, they really make Christopher a real piece of shit here, because I'm already like, fuck this guy, but it gets worse later in the episode. He offers to get her another dog. She doesn't want another dog. Yeah. That's the last thing you want to hear uh, after yeah. your, your beloved pet dies, is we could get a new one. Uh, yeah. So then, what, Christopher brings in a package to the Bing, Tony's there, and he's kind of playing the old, like, so no one's heard from Ralph, huh? Oh my <laughs> god, where is this Ralph character? Can you guys believe it? <laughs> I'll call him again. And we do hear the voice message again, the same one from the last episode. Um, and him and Christopher just exchange a look. He just puffing on his cigar like, huh, answering machine again. Huh, weird. Huh. And then there's this delivery. Um, Christopher looks like shit, by the way, like when he comes in there. Like, it's very obvious that something's uh, wrong with this guy. Yes. Um, but any even more obvious, something's wrong with Tony because he pulls out this painting and then he fucking flips, yeah. um, runs out of there. Now, they do know that uh, the guy's d- horse did die, but uh, this reaction is enough to stir some suspicion in the crew. Yeah, for 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 Tony trying to, like, you know, not let anything on that he was involved in Ralph's murder, this is quite an obvious, like, what are you doing? Because he just he looks at the painting, walks out, calls from the road, to be like, get rid of that fucking, get rid of that fucking picture. I never want to see it again. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Polly's reaction is great. I mean, just the shot of him storming out, and Polly's in the shot, like that's a forfeit. That's our money, and <laughs> yeah. he grabs the money from the pool game they're having. Yeah, that's great Paul. as well. I mean, I you know I complain about Polly. He's obviously uh, a weirdo, but I I I have missed Polly Walnuts. It's so great to have him back fully and like throwing these lines in. And I mean, his, this whole episode with him is fantastic. Well, and also I I don't know I forget if we mentioned this or not when we watched the Christopher episode. I mean, I think we did kind of mention that it felt a little out of character for Silvio the way he was reacting. And thinking about it, that totally would have been Polly. If there wasn't, you know, an issue with the actor where he was, he couldn't be involved in production. Like the way the, the reacting about the Columbus Parade and the Italian heritage, that totally would have been oh, a yeah. Polly story for sure. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, it's so nice to have Polly back with his little asides and just his reactions and moments. It it feels like we're more back at home with the Sopranos with Polly back in the mix. You're so right with that because, uh, I mean, Silvio at the start of the season when they were having a little cat and mouse game, that that felt like Silvio. But then the Columbus thing, yeah, because like his rant about the, our people did this and oh, it's a disgrace. Like, can you imagine Polly doing those lines? Yeah, ah, would have been even better. <laughs> um, this does lead us into, I believe, a scene here where, um, well. We do see Furio coming home first off. Some stock footage of a plane landing, and then uh, he's in a cab there and seeing all these American flags, and he's like, oh, oh, oh what's, I don't, who am I? Who? And it's a great, you like, it's such a, I mean, I don't know if it's like this in, in other places with cabbies, but it's it's still to this day such a common thing. You get in a cabbie, and it's just this guy on his Bluetooth, like, mumbling, and you're kind of like, huh? Like, because you think you maybe he's... <laughs> He sings under you at first, and you realize, oh, no, he's just in this conversation. He doesn't give a shit that you're there. Uh, yeah, it- not quite it. I will tell a very quick story of when yeah. I uh, moved to Dublin, landed, and I was, like, in line for the cab stand and really excited about, like, yeah, I'm starting a night, new cool life in Dublin. I'm going to talk to, like, talk, talk, you know, bullshit with this cab driver and all, and I'm, like, getting in, saying, it like, oh, great, I'm going to this place in uh, Drumcondra, and he's, like, what? And I'm like, 
oh, it's here. This the address is here. I showed him the address. He's like, this is not Drum Gondra. I'm like, okay, well, this is where I need to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, Google said it. So, and he's like, you have GPS. I'm like, no, uh, I just arrived. I don't have internet on my phone. And then he's like, he hands me his phone, and I have to put in the address on his phone hand it back and then we drive in complete silence oh. and then we arrive at the place and i'm like then he's like oh it's this much and i'm like okay i'm trying to use my card and he's like cash only i'm like oh. well i don't have any so i don't know what we're doing now <laughs> <laughs> i have no i've none cash man so, yeah. <laughs> welcome to so, ireland welcome to ireland motherfucker. yeah exactly <laughs> that was a fun one i, I imagine so uh, he's uh, feeling something similar there furio which is interesting, though, because later on he kind of says that he doesn't feel at home. I mean, I guess that's, he doesn't feel at home either place now because he mentions like he yeah. doesn't feel at home in Italy either. But anyways, we cut into uh, what's uh, Patsy, Silvio and Albert. I always remember Albert just as the guy that repeats things, uh, although I don't <laughs> know if he doesn't really yeah. repeat things in this scene or not. I do like that we quickly get to the point that everyone kind of suspects Tony, uh, yeah. like rather yeah. than playing around where they slowly realize it. Because it, the way Tony's reacting, especially to the painting and the timing that Ralph disappears like right after the horse dies, uh, it makes sense. These are not dummies. Um, but yeah, the, again, this is kind of more positioning Silvio as a potential threat to Tony because even Albert says, you know, if he if he whacked Ralph over a horse, that'd be the first guy in line to to clip him or whatever. Yes, and I, I love that because that puts into perspective, like, I feel like, you know, with my limited knowledge, I've not seen the rest of the show. It feels like that makes the beginning of the season make more sense because Silvio never showed any type of antagonism. And there it was kind of showing, like, no, no, this is where I am and this is where you are and we have to have something here. And I love the comment because they lay it out so clearly that if he were to have done this, Silvio would be the first to, like, clip him. I don't think that's completely true, but, like, he wouldn't take kindly to that. So he's already shown now that he there are some things that he will not accept. Um, so the start of the season set that up perfectly. And I feel like I don't, again, I don't know what's happening. But as far as I'm concerned, it could be like Silvio versus Tony next season uh, could be it, uh, which is exciting in a way. Because I did say last episode, like, now we're everything's going to change now. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know how, but uh, this is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to at least see some effects or things might be happening. Then we see Tony um, visiting Justin, uh, Ralphie's son. And, I mean, it's like I don't know what to read off of his face because he's staring at him. It doesn't seem like there's really sympathy or I don't know if it's just that Tony... Is Tony, like, thinking about what he did? Is he having second thoughts? Or, or, or like, what's your read here? My read is this is him, like, same as giving money to Big Pussy's wife. Yeah. Like, I killed your husband, now I got to give you money. So he's there to do that. And that's why he's looking at that kid with no emotion. He's waiting for her to show up so he can give the envelope because it's a weight off his mind, even though it's obviously, like, it's that's not how morality works. But to him, at <laughs> least, I gave you the money now, so I paid for murdering your husband, and now we now we go our separate ways yeah yeah absolutely like here's this uh, here's this liability i have all right i i killed his dad now i can hand this envelope over and uh all right you know have a good life uh, it's probably like the equivalent to one envelope that ralphie got him you know so <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. it's not even that much you know because if it was too much it would arouse suspicions as well so it's just uh, you need a little something you need a little something and then uh furio shows up and it's it's 
I don't quite buy. I feel like they're cheat. They cheat a little bit here with Furio. The way Furio is kind of so invested now, um, I feel like they played it pretty gray area for like at least the first five or six episodes, where it felt like Carmilla could just be doing another Carmilla thing. But now we get to a point where Furio is like crying in the car <laughs> over <laughs> Carmilla, and I don't know. Maybe are we supposed to be reading into it that it's uh, in you know compounded by the fact that his father just passed away? I mean, I know he uses it as an excuse, but I don't know. Is this just the unrequited love that we're seeing? Um, yeah, I do. I guess suppose I suppose I do understand why they did that way because we're on we're in her brain. But the old, the scenes are still there. The scenes of her coming to visit him and they them having their dance party at like his housewarming and and all of that that did all still happen. And Furio has been such a stone face yeah. that I it's like it's like the painting on the wall later in the episode. You can project whatever feelings you want into him. Like the fact that we haven't seen it doesn't mean that like he's been. There. Every time I've seen him, he has also seen Carmela. So that's why, like, I kind of buy it, but I totally see what you mean. If there had been one scene earlier, maybe of him looking at her, just one scene, it may have uh, sort of built it up a bit better. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's another another version of them playing with our expectations a bit, in because we're just so used to Carmela having her little crushes tennis instructors yeah. and all that yeah. yeah so yeah and and i love the when he gives the presents in meadows it says what mado like <laughs> that's oh, a, yeah because i was like who is this for and uh yes <laughs> aj a, he got that right at least yeah it's such a dumb little moment but it really made me laugh and it, it also does set up such a great cut where because furio's crying in the car and tony tells him to get over it like we'll get over his dad's oh, yeah, uh yeah, yeah death and then it cuts right to tony in therapy crying over pio mai so it, it it is they use it to to great effect yeah absolutely um so we we have a full-blown therapy scene where we actually dig into some of the events going on and like pick apart what it might mean psychologically and things like that which i feel like a lot of the therapy scenes this season has been like Right, let's talk about what's happening in the plot rather than let's talk about what's happening in your actual brain, Tony. So it's pretty interesting. Yes, yeah, and um, it's great how uh, Melfi nails it because she's like, well, they're talking about the sad clown, and Tony has mentioned that before, and she mentions she's never seen that. And I like that Melfi's confused because she's like, well, usually when you get sad, you respond with rage. And it's because we've already, he's already responded in rage, as we saw when he killed Ralphie. So now he's just at the sadness part. Uh, but I like that she kind of picked that up. And then what? Chris, and then yeah. he starts just kind of going over Chris and his drug use. And then he talks about 9-11. Uh, what he says, what kind of God does this shit? Um, so it's, it is really a lot of like poor me, Tony. But even though like we know that Tony has been fucking up on his own but of course he's not gonna ever admit that he does admit though that he's doubled his own dosage uh oh, so because yeah. like yeah we do this and then i cut it off before <laughs> the limp dick happens and it's all grand and uh she goes well first of all that's not gonna work <laughs> very bad <laughs> and yeah it's bad because uh, he he describes it as like an airplane, like you got to get the nose up with those extra milligrams, and then it'll be smooth sailing. 
Um, is this also where they get into animals? Uh, because I think she goes like, after all, it is a horse. And he's like, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I forget if that's the, does it come? Does do we have another Melfi scene? Because oh, then he also said, well, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, this is where she says, like, the only other time I saw you this emotional was about the ducks. Um, oh, wait, so no, it's I, I it's later because I think he says, um, oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. No, you, no, you're right. It was here. I was thinking of yeah. later in the intervention when he yells, I know what it's like to lose a pet, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is yeah. great. But uh, yeah, I was jumping ahead. But no, I think you're right. Yeah, it's in the scene here. Yes, she points out that you haven't grieved in this way for people but it's like your mother, your best friend, uh, who's she referring to the best friend? Pussy? Ah, uh, pussy, yeah. 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 Um, and he points out, can't I just be sad for a horse without some touchy-feely Freudian shit component to it? Um, but it is interesting because, as she points out, the ducks embodied his feelings of dread about potentially losing his family. We talked about what Pyomai represents outside of being just a horse. Uh, it is really interesting because Tony is obviously, well, my read on it is Tony is, he hates himself and he hates humanity because of all the things he's describing. What God would allow a world like this, but it's all down to people, really. But animals don't have that, like, guilt, that Catholic-type guilt. They're actually pure, and they're they're dumb. They haven't eaten from the fruit of knowledge or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I think in his mind, you know, that's why they're they're more holy than, than people, and that's why uh, he can grieve them. But obviously he does grieve for other things through animals because he 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 doesn't know how to grieve properly about those other things so for example the the girl who died who represented her his daughter is pio my etc etc so yeah it's all good stuff i think interesting uh, yeah absolutely and you're right like it's um using it using a therapy scenes more for uh like thicker stuff about the storyline and what things represent rather than Tony just, you know, laying out some of his plans and what, what kind of advice he should get for crime <laughs> or whatever. Usually that that's been happening this season. Um, so yeah, good stuff. And then we have what Adriana with the FBI and uh, obviously something's up because, you know, Cosette's di- Cosette died and she sees a, they see a puppy that pulls up in a car and then she breaks down over that. She does kind yeah. of, she does. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if it was a revelation at first when she says that Chris is high all the time, but I guess they've been sending the flyers to their apartment for the rehab. So I guess they, they are aware of it. Yeah, I mean, they, they would know. And much like his mob friends should know, just given mm. how he's always driving to drug places to buy drugs. And you'd think he had a handle on how to buy drugs, but uh, apparently he's really bad at it. Because uh, next scene we have Silvio and Polly. They're waiting for um, him to pick up some fucking uh, TVs or something or drop off some TVs, right? Yeah. And uh, trying to ring him to get him voicemail, just like with another friend of ours. Um, but uh, no, he's... He's down driving around trying to get drugs, and he gets mugged and kicked around and beaten with a toy <laughs> keyboard, which is some amazing sound effects that I guess they just grabbed there from the trash. Uh, it's a really fun scene. Another, like, step down the ladder for, for him. He gets literally taken, his car taken away, and he yells, you know who the fuck I'm with? But, like, no, you're not right now. You're not acting like it, so shut up, Chris. 
It's so great when he gets beat with the toy. They're even like throwing tra- the trash bags on him. And yeah, I mean, we've seen Chris when he beat up Yo-Yo Mendez or whatever his name was. Uh, yeah. Although that was kind of coming off of a bad point for Chris because he they heard that he shit himself on the dock. So, uh, but yeah, the t- the tides have turned. He's yeah. getting beat up, and then we have uh, Carmilla and her parents uh, over Tony's, and what Tony's upset because the stupid wine from Italy, the cork stuck in there, and then Carmilla left the bag of giblets in the turkey. I don't know why. I guess what she's got her mind on Furio. Is that what they're saying there? I don't know. I don't know what that bag is. I don't know how to cook a turkey. You tell me, Jim. Is that bad? I mean, I don't know what it would do, but yeah, you're supposed to, when you buy a turkey, you kind of clean it first. You take like, there's like a neck that you take out and yeah, there's a little bag of giblets that some people use for gravy. But yeah, you're supposed to take that shit out, uh, not leave it in when you cook it. Okay, cool. Because I was like, oh, it's a little bag of herbs. It's going <laughs> to spice up that turkey. But uh, no, I guess not. Yeah, she's got her mind on the wine. He's trying to talk about Pyomai, I think, right? No, he's talking about Justin, to be fair. To be fair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, he also brings up Pyomai with Carmilla's dad. And he just keeps talking about this horse, man. Yeah, he really is just laying it on thick to everyone about about Pyomai and the, the horse that died. Uh, then Chris gets brought home to Adriana by some other junkie dude who wants some money. Uh, He's good people. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that Chris is getting like annoyed that she won't give him 30 bucks. Uh, but then it yeah. turns into he starts beating her up because she uh, yeah. brings up rehab. Yeah. And like at this point, I'm really like, fuck this guy. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck Christopher. And it's the thing this show does great all along is, you know, making you care about characters that do bad things um because obviously we've been with christopher for such a long time but this is such a like deep hole for him to go in as far as his character like because he does stuff like yell at her for not being able to have kids and then rush off and uh, but then he comes back like oh i'm sorry let's get married in a few weeks and then he beats her up and i'm really like disgusted with uh who christopher is right now which i guess is what the show is going for yeah yeah he beats her up then he like digs through her purse takes her money and fucking storms out to go get drugs apparently yeah at first i was like oh he's off to pay off that guy but no i mean he's he's gotta get drugs gotta get those drugs obviously he Uh, does have drugs later so and then Polly rescues the painting Uh, i love the scene that there's just this little fire and they're kind of just looking at it as they're about to like supposedly torch it i assume there would be a better way to do this they're just by the dumpster. Yeah, maybe if you put the you can put the lighter fu- fluid on the painting because they put it like in front of it and yeah. they're like watching it <laughs> and and Polly comes up like classy piece like this horse with the trees wooden frame twenty five thousand thirty thousand minimum which is not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that because even we even see in the previous episode what it was like six grand or something like that. Yeah, which I said was already. But even lot. then, although I will say. Yeah, even then. But I will say I did uh I was impressed with the craftsmanship behind the painting after all. So because there were some other horse paintings there, this one's clearly better. Uh so, you know, fair enough. But 30 grand, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit much. And uh Polly's thought here is I would be honored to hang this on my wall, not because like Tony's my man and I love him, but because <laughs> it's, it's worth got a, lot a classy of fucking frame, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got a classy frame. It looks nice. You see the trees and the horse? 
then yeah. yeah, then as we mentioned, this way Adriana goes to see Tony and Carm. She's got a big shiner from Christopher beating her up. Um, and yeah, that's where she's talking about packing her stuff, maybe going to live with her aunt or whatever she says. Don't make any, you know, don't make any decisions you'll regret. It is interesting to see, like, it's obviously a big deal that he did this, but it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Where they're just kind of calmly like, what? He did this? Damn, he's the drugs or whatever. Not like this dude that's in our family is a real piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the old school thinking because it was already laid out seasons ago. Was it Richie April? Is that yeah. what that was that his name? It was a mm-hmm. long time ago. Uh, who said, like, you put a ring on her finger, then you can smack her around as much as you want. Because he said, oh, you touched my niece or whatever. Oh, if you put a ring on her, then, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and he's, he's in the process of doing that, so. Yeah, he says, you want to uh, lay your hands on her, give her your last name. Until then, it's right. my business or whatever, whatever the quote was. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's engaged to her, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, it's it's a good reaction from uh, Tony where he, like, they, they bring up, uh, you know, maybe rehab and that, and he's like, do I have to spell it out for you? We're a family. Oh, like, we can't do that. But uh, it is a big deal. He tries to call the phone, and, uh, yeah, that doesn't work. So Yeah, because um, this shit yeah. got stolen by some Puerto Ricans. Yep. Yep. So next scene, Polly hangs up the painting. Oh, great. Uh, this is fine. This is great. Just uh, sit, sit down and watch a boxing game. I'm just going to be so happy with this one. Um, so Carmelo then goes to Furio again. And uh, AJ comes with, he says, why am I always having to be here? Having to come here? It's an interesting formulation. It's uh, almost a bit clunky. I wonder why he says it that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're just kind of... Sh- I, mean, I think Carmela even mentions it, that even AJ's kind of catching on to what's going on. Like, even she's like, yeah. even dumb AJ is starting <laughs> to put things together and realize what's happening. Now, what does she bring to him? She's got an envelope. I, 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 I vaguely... It's some some interior decorating ideas, and oh, you should see what this yeah. mirror does or whatever. And, and he's like, uh, you want coffee? Uh, I have this balsamic vinaigrette. Um, yeah, he gives her the so. aged vinegar because, you know, he feels bad uh, that he didn't have a present for her. And, I mean, we saw that she was kind of disappointed as well. Um, yeah. Did he bring the, vin- the vinegar for her, do you think? I think he did. I think he did as well. And I love that her reaction was, ah, she, it was probably wasn't even for me, this <laughs> shitty vinegar. And for him, it's like aged 100 years in my family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, to, um, yeah, I do think, and to him, I do think it's like, it is a, a thoughtful, um, yeah. yeah, deep gift, deeper than you would think gift. And he describes coming home and feeling like a visitor in his hometown, that life went on without him. But then he comes here and he doesn't feel. Like, he belongs there either. And she's like, but you got a girlfriend. And he's like, no, there's no communication. And then they look at each other for a minute, like, oh, communication. We're communicating. Wow, it's amazing. Yep, yep. There's uh, the romance is building. Tony's none the wiser. Uh, yep. Then what? They bring some of that wine, the Italian wine to Junior's and Svetlana's there. 
Yeah, Svetlana is building a website, and uh, I thought this was, as I expressed to you, I thought this was a hilarious Bill Gates joke when she goes like, he he says like, yo, you build your own website? And and she's like, what, I pay someone 35 bucks an hour? Ah, if I get stuck, I call Bill. I thought she meant Bill Gates, like she's going to call Bill Gates and get tips on how to build a website. So I thought that was a great joke, but but it was her fiancé, Bill. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't she just talking about her fiancé? Yes, she was. Uh, she was. But I thought it was really funny. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Bill. Because then he was, later, Tony's like, when's Bill coming back? Yeah. I'm like, oh. Well, <laughs> right. cause, and, and this was the story we had heard um, before we knew this character. Because remember, Arena was sad because, like, you know, my sister, you know, uh, her leg fall off in the in the mall or whatever. And then her night her knight in white satin armor came and gave her leg back. And like that's that was yeah. like the romantic storyline there. Yes. And then uh, I don't know I what do. the the thing is about her adding ice to the wine. Isn't that like a peasant like piece of shit thing to do? I don't know. I've never had ice in wine. I suppose it's probably is. Maybe that's the thing of like, oh, this aged Italian wine. And, but then Tony's like, sheep homemade crap. But she's like, needs ice. So no one's really enjoying these presents like they should. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they get to have a nice chat there about like, oh, it's amazing how great you can do with, you know, you know. You know, well, it's no leg. Yeah, I mean, and as we see as this plays out, like, and as we've seen with Tony, uh, Tony is attracted to strong women, like, and he's reading this as, as even what brings up, like, yeah, even with your one leg, you still can do things on your own. Like, he's impressed, and there, and I yeah. do like that she has that comment that's something like that's what I'm here for, like, inspiration for people like you or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, it's a common thing we see in movies and stuff. It's always like, oh, wow, look at the person in the wheelchair. They actually get up every day <laughs> and live a life. Can you well, believe it? Well, not get up, but... Yeah, not yeah. get up, but like they wake up <laughs> and they that's live. That's offensive, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm being sarcastic. I'm being facetious, but... Yeah, because of course he's like, Bill's a lucky man. Oh, you Russian, you got... You Russians got all the angles. Come over here, bust your ass. And as she points out later, like, yeah, you Americans are weak. You would never expect anything to go wrong, but we always expect everything to go wrong. So then you're more happy when something goes right. It's an interesting philosophy. And I do like that she puts him in his place more than, uh, like, most characters. <laughs> I, like, because even, like, Valentina or whatever, who is, like, mischievous, she's still like, Tony, come here, come here. And she's actually, uh, yeah, pointing out that you're a hypocrite, Tony. And uh, I got my own shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now Polly is then eyeing the painting. What's your read on what's he picking up here? Um, I think it's just he I think it's just he doesn't have the best relationship with Tony. I don't think it's anything to do with the eyes as such. Like, I think it's the problem is that it's Tony. Right. Or what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to gauge because what he ends up because as it goes through, he brings it and he, he makes the recommendation of making him like a general or a Napoleon type. But he also mm-hmm. says what he, he wants, like he, he does have him do some adjustments to the face or the eyes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, the best thing is that it does signify that they're kind of, not that they're combative to each other, but he doesn't have the same relationship that it seemed like they had in, in the earlier seasons. Yeah, and I 
in one way I wonder how would Slovia react if he had this painting but then I'm like Silver would never take this painting and put it on his wall so this is a uniquely poly situation uh, and his his solution is so wonderful going to get it painted over and it feel, the guy he's talking to is like uh what do you mean <laughs> like no just make not actually napoleon come on don't you get what i'm on here and then at the end he has it and it's been repainted much like tony going like can we get ralphie out of the picture uh and then of course the picture arrives after he's literally taken ralphie out of the picture um so then then polly's like can we also get tony out of the picture please it's making me uncomfortable because this guy just murdered the other guy in the picture i don't want him staring at me yeah uh, then we have uh, Tony's getting some advice from Junior, and this has kind of been a common thing we've been seeing more and more. Tony has these sit downs to talk things out, uh, use Junior to his best abilities. Although Junior's basically saying you should just be killing Chris, like Chris should be dead. Yeah, yeah, essentially, because uh, he's like, oh, otherwise you'll might end up on trial like me. And they do like a subtle thing of like referencing how he might be not totally there just with how he like holds the wine or whatever, right? I mean, yeah. He's a little bit off. He's like, what? Salute? Oh, right. Wine. <laughs> Drink the wine. That's right. Um, but then he does give the advice of like, well, you know, got to uh, get rid of him now. And Tony brings up, well, we got a guy in the AA. Maybe we'll give him a call, get some help there. And uh, I think Junior's just focused on, you don't want to be on trial like me, kid. Well, plus Junior is old school because he does point out like, oh, you know, AA, rehab, and then you with a psychiatrist. Yeah. So that stuff doesn't make sense to him. Uh, he's from a different time. And then we have yeah. Car- uh, Carmilla and Rosalie. And, I mean, it's a fairly big revelation that Rosalie did cheat on um, Jackie Sr., and uh, like they kind of are talking about it here and it, it didn't end until she felt guilty because then he went in the hospital because he had cancer and she, Rosalie does point out that Carmela's talking like she's 15 the way she's talking about the gifts and wondering yeah. if the vinegar for, was for her or disappointed that she didn't get a present and the these glances they're having and this kind of will they won't they yeah and I th- think uh i mean i think she rosalie didn't cheat on uh him until this scene was needed because carmilla wouldn't have opened up about it if she didn't know that she had already cheated on her husband the other girl yeah um so she she actually you know that's why she can open up about it but in rosalie's mind it's like wait what you haven't fucked him yet (laughs) because uh because wait no no then you shouldn't like don't do it if you haven't done it already almost like oh you already did it you may as well keep fucking him then um but uh it's it's interesting because to carmela this is you know the sex part i mean she hasn't had sex with anyone else but it's like this is more important like this is more like the it's the emotional infidelity that means it's like real already much like furio is sensing and that's why he has to go hide slash cry in the car yeah yeah and she even like mentions it's just kind of the feeling she gets when he looks at her it's 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 not so much just about the sex it's yeah it's this uh, more of a connection that she's not getting from tony uh, then we have kind of the, I guess, the pre-intervention where the Dominic from the the guy from AA who's in recovery for four years is uh, kind of sc- schooling them on what the process is going to be. Polly calls him a scumbag, 
I think. Uh, and yeah, two time scumbag. He's <laughs> failed twice. He had remission, and he's like, there are no scumbags in <laughs> recovery or whatever. No losers. Um, yeah, this is like the rehearsal, like a rehearsal dinner before a wedding. You got to have the intervention rehearsal, and he lays out the rules and everything, and uh, they're not going to follow them very good. Yeah, no, they're not, it's not quite going to pick up too well. Uh, anyone else been involved in an intervention before? Uh, Silvio, they once caught their daughter smoking pot. Uh, but, you know, that's about it. That's about as close as they come to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so n- another quick scene. Well, it's a scene coming up here that's really interesting. He's driving around, Tony, with uh, Valentina, who's talking about, like, oh, Ralphie's kid. I saw him from a distance once. Uh, <laughs> handsome boy. And that's, like, basically our relationship to this kid as well. Like, oh, yeah, there was a kid. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think she, he, he tries to talk about, like, oh, yeah, he's going to have a rough time, physical therapy. And she's like, oh, yeah, I think I'll have the veal or whatever. <laughs> like, he's yeah. going to a restaurant. Yeah, he's going to Tavern on the Green, which I have heard of. I guess that is a famous uh, restaurant. I guess apparently it is hard to get into because Tony's annoyed that he has to go mm-hmm. and talk to Johnny Sack. And they do kind of sk- squeeze in this Johnny Sack scene. And then so what I wonder is. Does Tony is Tony going into this meeting knowing that he's in the midst of setting up New York as the potential fall guy for Ralphie or does he get the idea from this interaction? Yes, I mean I I don't think he's going into it knowing, but I think by the end of it like he, this shows like the mob boss brain he does have despite all the dumb stuff he sometimes does like kill a captain over a horse um so i think he decides like in the moment basically because he is pissed off like he doesn't want to give up any money anyway so he decides to do that and then puts a perfect spin on it because it's fucking genius oh yeah and Uh, and and plus johnny's the one that kind of comes in all pissed off talking about real estate and kind of basically saying that they want more money or whatever so yeah I, i yeah it pushes tony in the right direction i guess here and it's I do wonder like why like why would he obl- be obliged to give them money because it's what is the relationship between these families because it's clearly been like oh we collaborate on that and then it was like well that's an offshoot of that so we should get a cut and it's, it was a little fishy like yeah okay I guess but now this is a completely separate thing granted the the guy the government guy the, is involved or whatever but it's like basically them saying oh you're you're like you're my poly you got to yeah. kick up to me um which i don't know how much their relationship is like that because new york is you know more bigger and more important than new jersey at least to people in new york so maybe that's the relationship between the families maybe that's going to change yeah seems like it and then we have uh we mentioned it before when polly uh, brings the painting you get touched up i will say that i've been tr- I've been thinking more about doing the two finger point like Polly does in real life now, because you notice how he's always got the you know the pinky and the main finger. He's never pointing oh with one finger. So yeah. I've been kind of trying to do that in my real life. So thank you, Polly. <laughs> That's good. It's got to incorporate more Pollyisms into your life. Uh, get someone like Napoleon. You're right. He always got the little finger there wagging along. Um, so we do get Tony coming in to uh, a meeting there uh, at the at the Bing. I think. Um, is this the Bing? This is the Bing, right? Yeah, this is the back office of the Bing. Yeah. It's just, I, I mean, obviously I'm familiar with it, but sometimes I'm like, is this sad release? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you only see the back of it. But yeah, obviously it's the Bing. Um, it, it, and it's a little meeting. 
Oh, I was just what? gonna say, yeah, like it's kind of looks a little different because it's a little bit more packed and it, the angles are maybe a little different than the standard one. So I could see how you weren't yeah. wouldn't be sure at first. Yeah, no, I, I mean I do recognize the place. Looking at it, it's obviously the Bing, but I just mean the the back rooms and the front rooms are so disconnected oh, yeah. most of the time <laughs> yeah. that I don't connect it up in my brain. Um, but yeah, he comes in with a perfect spin, saying this HUD thing they were into. New York wanted a piece of it. They, I think they made Ralphie go away, but no one do anything. We don't do anything until we have all the facts. And it's genius because everyone's whispering about it. He's He knows on some level. He knows he's got to cover this up. It's the perfect cover because he said, like, whoever does anything are gonna, is going to answer to me. And now he gets to do that and, like, potentially make some sort of move. Now, I do wonder, will he actually benefit from starting a big beef with New York? Like, is that going to be a good thing? Or is it just... Uh, oh, I want to cover up that I murdered someone, so I'm making a bad decision here. Yeah, it's hard to say because it feels like they're always teasing this New York versus New, New Jersey thing. I mean, even um, at the end of season three, when Johnny comes up to Paulie and he says, you know, Carmine asks about you, you know, he, he's he's wonders about Tony's decisions as well. It's always been this you know, uh, thing that's brimming below the surface. And I don't know, maybe this is going to push things over the top. Yeah, looks like. So next is the intervention. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christopher gets to come out like, what the fuck? And this scene has so many great parts. I mean, it starts out fantastic where the guy who's leading it is like, oh, I'm Dominic, you don't know me. And Christopher's like, you're the guy who broke into Stu Leonard's that time. You stole all those pork loins. And he's like, yeah, but that's not why I'm here today. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Oh, yeah, it's really so great. And I mean, I, th- I thought it was interesting too that – um. Uh, the first thing that Adriana brings up is that like his virility in bed and like how he's not a, he can't, I believe the quote is perform the functions of a man. And it's kind of, Mm -hmm. I would, I would almost expect that to be such a bigger reaction, but then it gets kind of caught up in the, the, uh, the dog because Tony can't get, get off of how another animal died. And it's almost like he's going to kill him right there in the room in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no, really. Cause he's, he, the only reason this is happening is that Tony wouldn't do what he would do to anyone else and just off this guy, um, obviously. I mean, Christopher's a made man as well at this point, so, like, you, he he wouldn't really do that anyway, hopefully. I mean, well, clearly he would, but anyway, yes, it's the dog to, to Tony. That's that's a pretty big deal. I'm surprised he's not the one who gets up and starts kicking him around. And I do want to call out that the actor here that plays uh, Dominic, the one running the intervention. Got to give a shout out to him because he was Casey Jones in the original uh, Ninja Turtle movies back in the uh, back in 1990 or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, wow, he, he's a character actor. I see him pop up and stuff, and I'm always like, "That's the guy. That's the guy that was Casey Jones." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh yes, and he he also stole all those pork loins. So, yeah, you know he's he's all over the place. Um, yeah, it, it, it this uh, this uh, intervention gets out of hand. Uh, it's some great lines like uh, you know him. Uh, Silvio reads he had his head in the toilet, and Tony's like, not that it matters, but I can't verify that he was sick at one point. <laughs> but I know what it's like to lose a pet. <laughs> and it just gets out of like hand. Everything. It's coming back to Piomai, of course, with Tony. I like Carmela bringing up the uh, Livia's wake. 
uh, moment where Tony, where Christopher was going on about like, who's to say there's not another Livia Soprano out there. And then he has this long like pause as everyone just has to sit there while he's rambling and high. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah. So of course in Sopranos fashion, yeah, it ends with, uh, with a nice beat down and they basically drag him to the rehab. He's well, no, no, not, not yet. He's at the hospital at first. And then what yeah. he, he fell spraying for bugs, uh, slipped on the kitchen counter spraying yes. for ants. <laughs> and they get to have like with just Tony and Christopher, what would have been like is the, the, the real, the real uh, intervention where he goes, yeah, enjoy that aspirin. It's the last fucking drug you'll ever take. And this is where Christopher actually like the, because in, in the intervention, it's very confrontational. So he, of course, is very like, you know, protective and uh, doesn't let it get to him. But it all like lands on him now. And Tony tells him to shut the fuck up. And we're going to get you to that rehab. And uh, guess what? Uh <laughs> the, because you might flip if you don't get sober. So I'm going to have uh, Patsy just waiting around. You know what I'm saying? I'm, he's going to off you if you go out of there. So uh, it, it's pretty clear. I mean, it's a pretty good um, pretty good motivator, right? Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to, to get off the drugs. I think this might actually work. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's obviously not something that the AA should adopt, it's still like, eh, it might, <laughs> might do the trick. Might actually get, get a few people sober. Yeah, uh, if it was anyone else, it'd be an intervention in the back of the head. And then, yeah, Patsy's mm-hmm. going to be a half a mile away. And then Chris, I mean, I mean, rightfully so. He does kind of break down. And, and and what does he say? Just how did it get like this? How did it get so bad? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. Then we have the scene with uh, Svetlana. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just the way it's lit from the start. You could already tell they're gonna fuck from it <laughs> basically like because uh, Andy I, I was thinking about it then he actually even points out like you should see yourself there half in the shadows with the smoke and it's like they, they did put it together like she's a painting in there uh, and he is very attracted to her and uh, she talks about oh you have good qualities big and strong and then they fuck yeah I'm, I was thinking the same thing I was like oh it's kind of like weirdly lit like with a lot of the shadows on their faces and Tony does you bring it up basically and then yeah then that uh undeniable charm of tony soprano he bags yet another chick uh like only tony soprano can even though she's one-legged he don't care he's 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 in it he's he's in he's in it literally (laughs) yeah uh but it is great i mean the way it develops when he's like Oh yeah, when's Bill back? Oh, I'll call you. And she's like, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe I'll call you. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's being a strong woman. <laughs> yes, where in the end it's, you know, because uh, Tony was just, he's just giving empty platitudes anyways. But then he's also hurt when he realized he was yeah. being used and not the one using someone else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I it was this was an interesting offshoot that I don't think uh, will go anywhere else. But it is. I don't know. It is, it is interesting. I don't know why this is happening with Tony at this particular time, you know, given what's the, everything else going on. I, I guess, you know, it's a distraction. Is that the main thing? Yeah, I guess it's just, uh, yeah, it's a distraction. And then just another, just another example of Tony Soprano kind of 
being taken aback by an independent woman i guess like that's just yeah. his thing like it's it's another melfi in a weird way uh like not the same obviously but you know he's pointed that out a few times like why he has these attractions to these women but i don't know maybe maybe something will happen we'll see it does reflect don't say that jim <laughs> uh with that tone um but uh yeah it does reflect of um like them talking about the, the being the sad clown and whatever because uh she gets to talk about how you americans like lie on your psychiatry beds and do your complaining and crying but uh you 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 have everything and you get too much time to think and all of that stuff so that is all a good perspective and on, on everything the show is about basically. Cause he's like, yep, yeah, sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Chris getting arriving at rehab and, uh, there's the really fun clerk. That's like enjoying that. There are rules here and no chocolate, no caffeine. And they have to go through his bag and no calls yeah. within the first two weeks. Uh, and I mean, Adrian, uh, Drea De Mateo is Adriana. Like, She's, I'm sure we've pointed this out before, but she's really good. And even after all this shit that Christopher does, like, I believe she's really, you know, she loves him. She cares about him. She's broken up that he has to go through this, but he's just a piece yeah. of shit. So it's like, no, get, get away. Just get away from all this. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could have made it the first uh, two months or six months. There's no calls. Um Obviously, the wedding's postponed. They were supposed to get married in three weeks, so yeah. that's off for now. Good. Uh, maybe we'll we'll postpone it indefinitely. I guess we'll see. Uh, but it is good that he gets into rehab at least. And it is. I guess it is funny. I wasn't even thinking about it till now. Kind of skimming over the scene again. You know, Patsy's the one there with them, and he's kind of like yeah. consoling her as well. But also, we. <laughs> Tony told us that the main reason why he's there is to kill Christopher if he doesn't, if he fucks this up, basically. Yes. Um, and then we come into the ending bit here, which is an interesting uh, montage, basically, of Furio sitting alone at home. And then what does the note from Carmilla say? I'm at a hotel or whatever. I'll see you later. Yeah. I don't know if they were kind of teasing us where we, like, I guess I was maybe waiting to see that maybe the camera was going to pan over and she was with him. Um, yeah. but yeah, cause it was strange that she's just at a hotel. AJ's at a friend's, but then it, it, we intercut between Tony reheating food that Carmela made, but then Furio's kind of making his own kind of gourmet Italian dinner. And they're both kind of, they're both having their, uh, their dinner alone. But I guess Furio is more embodying the strong silent type than Tony is. Yeah, I even uh, forgot that that was the title of the episode. What does the title refer to, you think? Is there a more obvious reference besides this bit? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, I guess the the, the stuff I read on, on Wiki, I don't want to try to take this as my own, but they do, they mention that, of course, the Gary Cooper thing, which Tony's brought up a few times, specifically in the, yeah. pir in the pilot. Um, Tony's un unknown rival for Carmilla Furio. Uh, Tony keeping Ralph's murder a secret and then also t yeah. mentioning that Svetlana, you know, she doesn't talk much, but she has this tenacity and spunk and spunk and he finds beauty in her strength. Mm. So a few, yeah, okay. few different ways there. Um, I suppose it's also Fury. I mean, that's why we can't have seen his attraction 
too much to Carmilla because he's like stone face all the time and all of that. But on the inside, what's happening there, much like Tony doesn't display what he actually feels on the inside, except when he punches walls, as Melfi mm-hmm. points out. <laughs> yeah. They do cut this really interesting because, you know, they're, they're, it's like they're having dinner together, right? Sort yeah. Of, like yeah. cutting back and forth. And and also, I feel uh, like then, it's another. I've I've brought these. Uh, I've brought this scene up a few times now. It's yet another version. Like typically, Tony's doing this while Carmela's sitting there, you know, clipping coupons or reading the paper or whatever. And they have this uh, silent, uh, you know, uh, I guess truce or whatever. But now it's like he's just a, he's just literally alone. He's still got the he's still got his leftovers that he gets to heat up and kind of like mosey around the kitchen as he's getting his food together but now he's by himself so i think that that's important and speaking of being alone we do end up with (laughs) polly walnuts putting up the new version of the picture ah what an improvement he sits down in his uh chair which is covered in plastic and just the layout of the place proves the truth that we has been mentioned previously in the season that don't have kids, don't have a family, because it's such like a bachelor weird place where you put the chair in the middle of the room and then the TV, you just need the one chair, that's fine, wrap it in plastic, I don't give a shit, And <laughs> but have a classy $30,000 painting on the wall, that's good. Um, but he kind of turns to it like, huh, is, there, is it still you, Tony? And then it zooms in on the eyes there. I mean, it is still the same eyes, right? Is that, that's, I'm that's actually how I read it. looking it at not? it right now, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see if the eyes are different or not i believe them to be the same it's an interesting thing to choose to end on because it does seem like the furio tony parallel would be where you'd want to end but they kind of come back with tony i come back with Polly for some reason all right let me see i got i actually did i did actually grab some screenshots earlier and the eyes are definitely the same they are um yeah so so he's still like it's the it's still the same gaze coming out from this you know stronger chin maybe nicer yeah. outfit but yeah it's it's the same eyes making you uncomfortable still it's really interesting and funny let me see it's just it's oh uh, yeah 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 they're pretty yeah they're pretty it's uh, pretty much the same um yeah. and yeah i guess what tony's still watching over him it's it's you know it's hard to see what to read from from this but i love it well, it's the classic thing of a painting on the wall that follows you with its eyes, and now it's also your mob boss who you may have ratted out to New York. I mean, things are escalating with New York, so, like, he's already buddying up with Johnny Sachs, and maybe, you know, because that was all about Ralphie for a bit, but Ralphie's out of the picture, so now I wonder who's Polly going to be loyal to, is Tony or New York, because I feel like uh, he's going to have to make some sort of choice there. And uh, then if he makes the wrong choice, uh, Tony's going to jump out of the picture and murder him. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because I, 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 was, I agree that he brings it to get touched up to kind of disconnect it a bit from Tony, his yeah. boss. But he makes him a general where it's like he's almost even more literally like a leader now. Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess it's, it, it, you know, a weird, I guess, Freudian cho- uh, choice by, uh, by Polly. Very true. 
Very true. That is the end of the episode. We zoom in on the eye there and, and fade to black. Uh, it's a really good episode. I think it's, these two were a very strong sort of combo, hitting you first with, uh, you know, Ralphie's demise and then the intervention, which is very funny, but also very sad, and all the other stuff uh, developing in this episode, kind of showing where, you know, last episode we were like, oh, there's four episodes left in the season, and now I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting hyped for these episodes. <laughs> what might happen next? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, make sure you send your thoughts on over to us at shows what you know show at gmail.com. And please, if you're so inclined, uh, submit a review on both our uh, Cut to Black Soprano sit down feed and our shows what you know feed if you can. Uh, really mm. helps us out. Uh, and uh, check out more from Jacob at awesomepedia.org and more from myself at jimandthem.com. But the most important thing. What? What's that? What's that, Jim? Cut to black. <laughs> <laughs>